This podcast may contain language that is not suitable for all listeners. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are for entertainment purposes and may not reflect the views and opinions of the hosts. Hello and welcome to another episode of Without Definite Aim. This is a podcast where we use a random topic generator to dictate the direction of the conversation. I'm one of your hosts and I'm here to join you again this week. And my name is Vincent. Hello, uh, I'm your other host, Drew, aka Cock Pleaser, because I am wearing a beanie uh, that has a CP on it. So... Um, that is my nickname today. I'm the cock pleaser. The pleaser of cocks. Yeah. Does it matter what uh, what way you uh, steer sexually? He's here to please you and your meat log. Yep. Yeah. Just tonight and tonight only. I shall be a cock pleaser. So you better get you better get here quick. You're just gonna fucking lie out in front of your house. It's all like six feet apart. Everybody's wearing a mask, mm-hmm. like a good boy and girl. Yeah, I have dildos. Oh, I have well. dildos marking the six feet where they can wait. They gotta wait on a dildo. Um, and it's you know, just it's not to finish, but it, it's it's a quick <laughs> please, and then on to the next. You know, I'm a busy boy. You are a busy boy. Does a cock please like steer you one? sexual orientation more than the other i mean for me i mean i think i guess if you please in cox then clearly you prefer you the man yeah yeah it would definitely like i would be gay for the night for sure um and you know i have it, you know if i'm being honest i have a little gay streak to me you know i i am straight obviously i love my fiance but she'll even admit you know i can be a little gay sometimes um you know i got I got. Uh, I'll be. I'll be honest here. I got pretty drunk uh, in a New Year's party, and you know there was a gay couple there, and I really like uh, that gay couple. They're, they're. They're. I'm close to them, and you know I got. I got a. I got a little uh, graphic with them with my words. Um, you know, to the point where I, I got in trouble a little bit. So, um, you know, I again I got a little gay streak to me, but you know. So, you know, cock-pleasing tonight. <laughs> we're coming out firing. Is, it's kind of... <laughs> we're coming out firing. I know. This is... This is kind of like a... It's like a it's like a holiday, almost. Like, it's kind of like a Christmas. It's like once a night in December the 10th, uh, just to put a timestamp on when we're recording this, yeah. uh, Drew becomes the cock-pleaser for one night it's, only. It's actually, it's actually the second Thursday of December, so it changes uh, dates. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, even more specific. Yeah, it's kind of like second Thanksgiving. Thursday yeah. of every, every, every second Thursday of every December, Drew becomes the cock pleaser. For, and it's only in the night, too, mm-hmm. not during the day. It's from sundown Once, to midnight. That's what you get. It's about, you know, it is a, it's a good amount of time. You know, it's about six, six and a half hours of cock pleasing for me. So, you know, my jaw's pretty sore the next morning, but... Well, wait a sec. There's other things you can please a cock That's with. True. There's hands. That's true. Other instruments of pleasure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> about an hour in, I switched to um, I switched to my feet because uh, I have much more stamina pleasing cock with my feet. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, can that be? Uh... <laughs> I'm just. I have got a very strong visual of the true. <laughs> Joking someone off with his feet right now. I'm glad. And I'm just going with it. Just running with it. Cheers, mate. Um, I Real quick, though, before we get into uh, talking about some stainless steel apparatuses, <laughs> apparati, uh, I think we need to have, of all the band, fake bands that we come up with, I think one of the other ones, definitely with uh, Chris... Uh, on percussion i think we're gonna have a band i think it's gonna be synthy kind of a little bit edgy some 80s vibes uh we're gonna call ourselves the instruments of pleasure i yeah i've never heard of anything i've never heard of anything better you know uh because we please the ears 
and depending on the uh, frequency and vibrations, we can, you know, that band can please anything, really. So, in- we'll please, we'll please your eyes, too. Yeah. I think we would wear uh, some color, but lots of fishnet. I'm feeling fishnet. I don't know. Don't know why. Fishnet. Yeah, fishnet. Some... Knee-high socks, probably. Um, yeah. Maybe just fishnet, you know? And maybe a tube sock where where it needs to go. <laughs> um, a leather, leather tube sock. Um, what about some... Uh, um... What about some uh, chaps too? Some leather chaps. We can work yeah, some into. chaps. Yeah, some chaps, and maybe, maybe we have some stainless steel earrings going on. Some some tube earrings, if you will. <laughs> yes, uh, and you know where we're going to get those stainless steel tube earrings. Right. We're going to get them uh, from a wonderful company established in 1992 and based in Brisbane. Bentec is Australia's only manufacturer of the stainless steel tube. The company then takes the tube in many shapes, uh, various shapes, and manufactures them into grab rails, handrails, boat rails, aye aye, Captain, and a range of other products for the aged care, disability, and transport markets. You can find all their products at www.bentech.com.au. Thank you, Bentech. Thank you, Bentech, as always. Thanks for providing our uh, stainless steel earrings for our band uh, Instruments of Pleasure. Instruments of Pleasure, yeah. We might need some stainless steel uh, tubes uh, for the stage uh, mm-hmm. for our performances, too. I'm thinking lots of stainless steel. Uh, mostly stainless maybe steel. Even, maybe, mostly stainless steel. Maybe even some armor. Maybe we'll have some like kind of sexy armor. Yeah, just to protect the nipples, the, uh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then Chris, as he always does, will complain about the stainless steel chafing his nipples because we know he has extremely sensitive ones. Yeah, he 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 doesn't like his nipples being touched, so I make it my life goal to touch his nipples as much as possible. So, um. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right. Uh, yes, thank you, Ben Tech. I do have the random topic generator tonight. So, are yes, you whenever do. you're ready, I'm gonna I'm gonna smash this button. After I after I finish pleasing this cock, and we'll get going. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, here we go. Do you believe in soulmates? Whew. Um. Uh, do you? <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna leave this one up to me. Listen, um, you know I I don't I don't I don't believe in soulmates. I think that, um, you know I I think that relationships. Uh, the idea of soulmates to me, like, you know, you were meant to be, and fate has decided the fact that you're together is it 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 kind of devalues relationships in some way like you have no input into you know making that relationship work and and i think you'll probably agree with me relationships are not easy by any means and i think soulmates it sometimes i maybe the you know the the kind of myth of soulmates makes it seem like you know you meet this person and it's perfect you know you, there's no work you just love each other unconditionally and that's it. And, you know, I, I, I consider my relationship with Haley to be a very good one. Um, we both think that we are uh, a match, you know, uh, so to say, just personality wise. And, and we both consider ourselves lucky to be with the other person. And I think that's a good relationship. I think, um, but I, I, I don't think that um soulmates are necessarily a thing um i think you can work hard to make any relationship work um not to devalue the current relationships that we're in but um you know some some are easier than others but i just think soulmates kind of make it seem like relationships are easy i don't know 
it's kind of a long-winded re- a long-winded answer of saying I, I don't think I really deserve, uh, believe in soulmates. Well, and to say that you believe in soulmates really links back to religion because the existence of a soul is all based and steeped in uh, religion and that you have a soul and you don't have a soul when you're a bad guy <laughs> like Darth Vader because Darth, well, Darth Vader hey, has he's a not a big old He's soul. not a bad guy. He has a... No, no. He he just got lost in his it's, ways. He did. Uh, it's like who who says that line in Wreck It Ralph, the first one? You know, uh, I think it's it's the character from Street Fighter when he's in. They're in that like. Uh, oh yeah, they talk, they're in like the AA of, type meeting, like the bad guys like support yeah, group. Yeah, and it's like you know, yeah, and I think it's um, what's his name? I think he's from. He's the character from Street Fighter, the big Street Fighter, the big rash, Russian dude. He's like. He says to um, the main characters, like, you know, we're bad guys, but we're not bad guys. Yeah. Uh, that's, I, I'm linking that back to having a soulmate for some reason. <laughs> and who knows how, how the fuck why, but I am, uh, you know. Uh, but no, look, I, I tend to agree with you. And I've said it to so many people in relationships all the time, like, a lot of people get married and they rush into having kids. And I think like, that's one of the things that Jen and I, it's just the way it worked out for us, but we were together for many years before we even had kids. And I think that got a lot of the, the groundwork, the growing that you have to do as a couple, like a lot of the tension there can be between things or getting to awkward times in the relationship where we got it a little way, which I think is healthy because you know, you're not having kids within the first few years and then just having these gnarly fights because you didn't grow as a couple. And that's not to say that that doesn't happen with couples that have been together for a long time before they get married. Maybe a lot of the groundwork is done then, but at least living together on, you know, a pretty full-time basis. Uh, I've always uh, loved the fact that, you know, I, and I've said it to younger couples too when questions have been asked like, I think it's important to to grow as a couple first before you jump in. You bring kids in the mix, and it's it's uh, it makes things weird. Yeah, I I am a big I'm a big proponent to like making sure you move in with that other person before you get married. Um, and that's to me that move deciding to move in with someone is almost more important more important of decision than deciding to marry someone because once you move in with someone you i think you really learn who that person is you know you learn their strengths as a person but definitely you also learn their weaknesses um and then at that point you know then then you decide okay you know depending on on how that that whole dynamic works you're like okay yeah this this can work but i think when you first move in with someone there's a huge adjustment period and it's better to do that before you get married when it's a little bit easier not a lot bit e- not a lot easier but a little bit easier to get out of the situation if you need to um so i'm always i'm i always say you should move in with someone if you if you think it's the real deal you should move in with someone you know and confirm that it's the real deal um test the waters yeah exactly so they say yeah, I agree. I mean, it uh, it really does. I mean, I think it shows, like, are you compatible? You know, can you be around this person? You know, that's how Haley found out that Drew has a tiny bladder and there's times where she's just going to have to be there for mm-hmm. him and it's lucky that she's a nurse. You know, I'm sure as a nurse, she's maybe had to change some diapies. Yeah, and she, you know, she got that practice in before she even became a nurse because of me. So, um, no, and and listen, you're right. She also found out that on the second Thursday of every every December, I I please, you know, hundreds of cocks. Um, so you know that's that's not something that you learn just on day to day day to day conversation. No. Oh man! Thank you for working that mm-hmm. back into the episode because I was thinking about it, but you did it for me, so uh, the work's done. <laughs> Thank you. Oh man! Um, but I, I don't you know what I like of all the of all the cocks that you please though. A rooster shows up. 
and you're just petting him and you're like, it's okay. You're a good boy. Yeah, exactly. It's like, hey, let me work out these knots between your wings, bro. Like, let me just work these out um, so that you can... You're like, no one's going to eat yeah. you. People eat chickens. They don't eat roosters. Everybody knows roosters are tough as yeah. shit. No one wants to eat that meat. It's gross. Like, I want to I wanna be able to, you know, relax you and make sure that that rooster can get all the hen... Hen, vag- hen vagina that he wants, you know? Hen vagina. <laughs> um, don't think I've ever thought about a chicken and its vagina in the same amount of period of time ever. Well, there you go. It's a first. <laughs> if you're listening to episode 80, 80, 83 of, of uh, Without Definite Aim, you've now just pictured what a chicken vagina slash hen vagina might look like. I don't know. Who knows what a hen vagina is? I'm sure it's got some feathers around it. That's about as much as I can imagine. Yeah. What if it didn't? Like, it, you just, like, look, turned a head upside down. It was just, like, shaved. It was just, like, clean, just <laughs> smooth as a baby's bottom vagina. Well, that's where the egg comes out of, right? It's going have a big old vagina because eggs are pretty big size. Yeah, I mean, they're laying eggs, like, on a daily basis, you know? It's like having birth almost every day, you know? Like, let's be honest. That, like, we'll just get some loose hen vagina up in here. Can we take one moment before we get back into Soulmates to do our best impersonation of a chicken pushing out a fucking egg? <laughs> you ready? Yeah, do you want, me, you want me to do this? I'll set you. I, I asked the question, right. so I'll do it, all right? All right go for it. <laughs> There we go. Done. <laughs> I was not going to... For some reason, I was going to go like the turkey direction. Do you want to hear what I was going to do? All right, okay, ready? bring it. Bring it's, it. Not, it's not accurate. I think yours is going to be better, but like... That's terrible. Just for context, too, my my wife just texted me and she said, "What the fuck was that?" <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Uh, you're gonna text. No, you're gonna text. Yeah, you're gonna egg. text yeah. her back. It was a perfect impression of a hen laying an egg. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. No, but okay. So going back to the original soulmate thing, I I feel like I don't I don't know. So. I feel like I kind of devalued my relationship with Haley and that's that's not I don't want that because I do think that we her and I work really well together and and you know um you know we we our personalities we we totally get along <clears throat> and you know we don't we don't really get tired of each other which I think is important um but at the same time you know could you find that with someone else? Maybe. I don't know. Depends on how much work you put into the relationship, right? I don't know. I thought I thought you were good. I thought there was going to be a joke of like, you know, we work really well together. She's a nurse. I'm a diabetic. <laughs> <laughs> and there's two ways that could go. You need insulin. She either gives it to you or she does it. It's true. When she's mad at me, she just denies me insulin, and I I get really sick. <laughs> God, so harsh. No, I don't think that devalues a relationship to say that you don't believe in, in soulmates. I mean, I think you can have, like, a special connection with someone. And, I mean, soulmates almost seems like a company just trying to sell an idea of something, you know? Like, I could imagine it being weaved into, like, Zodiacs. It just sounds deeper yeah. than... Maybe or like Match.com but... or like, you know, like eHarmony. I really think it's, uh, I mean, and I don't think this is to value anybody's relationship because I love my life. My, I love my life. I love my wife and my life and my kids. Uh, and I wouldn't change anything regardless of like, you know, lows we've had. Uh, you know, I think that's part of growing as, as a couple and building that foundation and you can look back on things and say, I don't want that to happen again. And that's part of what it could being a couple is. But, uh, I think it's, I think I also think it's like naive to think that bonds, 
you know, on many levels, whether it's a man or a female, it can't be had. Like, what if, what if you are married to someone, but your soulmate is maybe like, maybe you consider like one of your best friends a soulmate, just in terms of like how much you connect. Uh, as an example, my wife has a very good friend, and they made creative stuff together, and they called themselves soul friends because of how much they were similar in things that they did. And I never took offense to that. You know, if they've got, you know, you you expect to have a relationship with a best friend that is very different from a significant other, maybe because of jokes about being a cock pleaser or other things like that, you know. But so, was this friend a male? No, it was a female. Okay. Would you be okay with, would you be okay with it if it were a man? I'm not particularly insecure about my relationship like that, but, uh... You know, I mean, I, 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 do you think that's like, are you, is that strange to you? Like if you met, if you met, I mean, you've probably met girls and they've said, oh, this is one of my best friends and it's a man. I feel like everybody has. So I, I don't know. I'm, I'm of two minds because I feel I, I, I'm with you. Like I feel secure enough in my relationship where if Haley had a, a close or closer guy friend, I would trust her to keep that just a friendship right the thing that i the thing that but on the other on the flip side i think it's very difficult to maintain a friendship of opposite sexes without one of the parties wanting to further that relationship into something more than a friendship i think that always there will be either the guy wanting to wanting a little bit more or the girl wanting a little bit more from that relationship than it is. Um, so I, I think it's almost kind of human nature and it, and it really is the, the foundation of a relationship is friendship. Like you, you have to be a friend with that person first before you can really move into something more than that. So I think it is very foundational to a sexual relationship and a, and a, you know, a a partnership. So I'm of the mindset that I think that if there was a friendship with another male, I would trust Haley to keep it at that, but I would not trust the male, the other party to, um, keep it where it needs to be you're like mate look once a year in december on the first thursday on the second thursday of december i become a cock pleaser <laughs> so i fucking know what you and your meat sausage want to fucking true. do all right mate it's true uh i don't know what do you think of that uh, what do you think of that yeah no i don't disagree i don't disagree i know everybody thinks men are dogs uh i think men and women both do questionable things when i met jen she had a very close uh male friend i'm why he was reasonably close i think she had a one of her besties was female but she had a, a male friend who i ended up meeting and becoming friends with and i felt like there's been like very subtle jokes about uh the, the fact that he liked her and that's kind of where it was left because I don't know that the feeling was ever mutual. But, you know, something I don't ever think we, we think about with friends, whether it's male or female, there's a level of attraction with a male or a female in every relationship. Uh, you know, obviously between most males, if they're heterosexual, that attraction is going to be based on similarities in personality, whether it comes to like jokes or the fact that you both like sports ball or a type of music or maybe it's a really weird relationship where you just watch really hardcore uh, porn together uh, and just like eat snacks. Like it's just like it's yeah, nothing. Yeah, I was going to go uh, I was going to go the the route of like one of my best friends, he cock pleases on the 4th Thursday of every March. So we have that really deep connection. <laughs> just happens to be on Thursdays but on a different month. No, I'm, I'm <laughs> But we don't. I don't think we think about it. We think that oh, best friends just have a lot of things in, in, uh, in common. But that that there's a level of attraction in that too. Like you're attracted to other people, whether they're men or female, because you have things in common. But yeah, I mean, I I think, I guess the most weight I will give to the idea of 
a soulmate is the fact that there may be people out there that you will have that deeper, more compatible connection with, right? Maybe, you know, and not to say that it's a soul soulmate as much as it's, you know, you obviously even as a, as a man, I mean, there's other guys I meet and I'm like, fuck this dude, <laughs> not, not interested in being best mates yeah. with this guy. Uh, uh, and I think that's the same with a romantic relationship with uh, a female you know obviously there's just people that you are more compatible with that you know you know when uh and not like a a cheesy soppy way when i met jen i mean i mean obviously we've been married for a long time now and uh i don't want to change i mean there is so much i mean i talk about that not not regularly but we do talk about the fact that you know i don't I couldn't see myself with anybody else. I really couldn't, you know, there's so much we built and we talked about having a family and look, it became a reality and owning a house and that became a reality. And those are things that we wanted to do. And we talked about and we made it happen uh, because of Drew's inspiration as a cock pleaser. (laughs) Yeah. I think, I think, you know, like you mentioned, like at this point in time and in our relationship, I, I, I'm with you. Like I couldn't, couldn't imagine being with someone else. Um, because we are really best friends and, you know, when you think about, um, you know, I've thought about, um, sometimes your mind wanders a little bit and you think about like, what would my life be without that other person? And it's, it's not something I, you know, it's, it's not something I want. It's, it's, it's saddening. It's tragic, you know, like, I don't know. She even just flew, you know. Uh, to her sister's house recently and for whatever the fuck reason my brain went like what happens if that plane goes down like what happens I like get a fucking news alert that says you know flight from Houston to San Diego fucking you know whatever and that's terrifying to me because I didn't I, I really wouldn't know what to do with myself without her you know and I think that's as you know that that is as close as you, you can get with someone and that's when you know it's real um and that's, you know, that's when you know to lock it down, which woohoo, I did. I did in August, put that, put a fucking ring on it. Um, but you know, all, all, all that's Woo. to say, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily believe in soulmates. I think that you are compatible more, com- maybe more compatible with others than, than not. But this idea of soulmates and it just being perfect from the very beginning, um, I think it's just fabricated, you know, in movies, um, like you said, as a marketing tool to sell relationships. Um, you know, I just, I don't, I don't really think it's real. Just like Jesus. (laughs) Yeah. Jesus is a, Jesus is a marketing tool to sell relationships. Um, that's certainly true for christianmingle.com or whatever the fuck the, the Christian dating site is. Um, but I, I'm interested to hear your opinion on on. Do you think that, do you think that a male and female relationship that is not, like like, do you think that both parties can be like remain friends? What do you mean in terms of like, oh, being a couple and then breaking? No, no, no. Out? Like, like, um, like, like. For example, if Jen were a friend with a, with another dude, do you think do you think that that relationship is possible to move forward without either party wanting to see more of that relationship? Like they're just friends and that's all uh-huh. they are? Do you think it's possible that neither person wants to move that relationship to more than friends? Well, I mean, I... Th- I th- I don't know if I went into depth. I felt, I felt like when I met Jen, she had that friendship and I felt like there was always a joke about the, that going further. But, you know, obviously I came into the equation. I was like, yeah, what? <laughs> Australia up in this. I'm Vince. I'm going to be a future podcaster. Get with me. Yeah. <laughs> Basically oh what happened. Oh my God. And Vince probably had a hat that was uh had something douchey <laughs> on it like maybe like you know the trucks with the women like you know the uh, silhouette of the women like the mm-hmm. trucks that have this yeah yep. i feel like vince has a hat with one of those on it 
Um, no, I mean, I don't I think, I mean, I, I think there's a point where there's a realization with maybe one of the parties where, like, if you think something special there, you pursue it regardless of whether it goes anywhere or not. So, you know, we're actually still in contact with uh, this person and not like a daily basis, but if they're ever in San Diego, we usually catch up. And Drew's making funny faces like, yeah. No, I'm just, yeah. I just, I see how like, it is. insert threesome joke here. That's that's all I need to say about that. Uh, but. Uh, <laughs> I mean, for anybody that doesn't know me, I know there's, I feel like there's all this, like, bravado and macho-ness around, like, guys wanted to have threesomes. I have no desire. I'm an introvert. No, here's the thing. I'm an only child. There's no desire to have a fucking threesome for me. And that's complete honesty. It's the most, like, big... I mean, I'm sure there's dudes that are into it and do it, obviously, right? But for the most part, a large portion of it probably happens in pornography. Uh, and it's a fantasy that I don't... Ha- I have no fantasy to have a no, threesome. I listen, just don't. It's, it's one of those things where you're like, fuck yeah, dude, two girls at once. But, like, the instant you put put someone that you care about into that situation it just all goes down the toilet it all goes down the toilet like i think that it only works where like it's just like kind of like a one-time thing with like two other people that don't really mean anything you know you, you met this kinky chick at the bar and she's like yeah dude i'm fucking into threesomes i have i met this other guy who, you know, would like to be a part of it, and then in a spur of the moment, you're like, oh, fuck it, you know, like another dick, whatever. Um, you know, but like, I, I just... Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. A thousand times, no! <laughs> but like you said, I think it's this, like, fantasized thing, like, like, that was, you know, that's pitched to you in porn, you know, that, like... I, I just, uh, man, I, I'm with you on that. Like, I just don't think that it sounds like a good time in either scenario. You know, if you think like two chicks and me or two dudes, you know, me, you know, your significant other and another dude, like none of that sounds fun to me because it's just like, I couldn't honestly, I couldn't sit there and be like, yeah, that's my wife taking another dick. You know, like I just couldn't. I couldn't do it. Well, like you said, of the instant that it happens, if there's any scenario that's even realistic, which I don't even really think plays out in life, is that it's some fucking wild thing where it's like you said, it's a chick that is at a bar or it happens at a party. Even then, like, I feel like any normal, healthy human is just going to play out the fact of, like, getting weird anxiety from the fact, like, oh, did she like my dick more than his? Like, I just think it's going to get awkward. Like, I feel like so many people have weird little insecurities and anxiety about totally. shit like that in this day and age that, oh, she moaned more <laughs> for his dick. What does that mean? Totally. Should I leave now? Dude, I would be, Should I leave I the room? I would be so in my head about that stuff. Like, oh man. Yeah, it's just, it's just, yeah, not great. Not a great situation. I think every, every dude would be like, with other dudes, they'd be like, fuck yeah dude fucking threesome i would fucking kill it like it would be fucking great you know like either way it would be fucking sick let's do it and then like the second you get into that scenario you just like just shrink into this like small human who's like oh man i hope she likes my penis better than his penis <laughs> you know like well that and he's like oh dude did our dicks touch <laughs> that was weird <laughs> like should I? Yeah, just like, how should I feel about like that? After, I don't know how I feel about yeah. that. Am I okay with the fact that our dicks touched? Like after the fact, you're like, "Hey, man, nice penis." You know, like like what? <laughs> like <laughs> that's such an awkward like situation. Like, hey, dude, I really like I really like the fact that you went clean shaved. That's like really brave of you, <laughs> and you know, maybe I'll try it from now. Great, great, uh, great job. Really appreciated the effort, yeah, dude. 
Yeah, I really feel I'm. I, I don't know what razors you use, but you got close, dude. Like, it looks clean. I feel weird about the fact that I went with something that looks like Hitler's mustache. <laughs> it just feels awkward. Also, like, what happens in that scenario if you just like lock eyes with the dude, just like for a split second? You just make eye contact with the other guy, you know? Just like, oh, fuck, I'm turned off now. Like, I just like made like stared into this guy's like soul. It's so weird that, like, you know, how many people will accept that in porn? But the moment you think about putting, you know, your your yourself in that situation, you're like, oh, fuck <laughs> no. Fuck no. Oh, man. Threesomes. Uh, yeah. I can't think about that, too. And I remember hearing a story. Uh, I think I read, I think I saw a Vice thing on it about, like, a porno star who tried to beat the world record for fucking the most dudes in a period of time. And I was like, even that, that is so fucking uncomfortable for me. That A, this is a woman that's had how many penises in her, and she's going for this record, and you're just lined up with a bunch of other dudes. For what? I mean, okay, you're helping her break a record, but nope. No, no. no. Yeah, here's, here's the other thing, just really quickly, about threesomes i know very much that i just don't have i don't have the performance nor the stamina to 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 really do much in a threesome like i i just i know that of myself um you know with, without getting too graphic you know it, it's it's um it's it's not a marathon if we're being honest so i just i just don't think that that would be great so um, yeah, I don't believe in soulmates, though. <laughs> I knew that was one of us were going to finish that out, round that out by saying, yeah, I know I don't have the stamina, and I'm just, uh, you know what? Soulmates, yeah. <laughs> nope, don't believe in soulmates. Oh, shit. I believe in having a special connection with someone that I love, and I want to grow old and saggy with. I'm excited for that. Uh, <clears throat> I'm excited, I'm excited uh, to get to that point where my penis doesn't work anymore. And, you know, we're just like, you know, both cantankerous together. It's going to be great. Is that what you and Haley are going to be? Just haters? Just on the porch? I I am already a fucking... I'm already just an angry, like, get off my lawn type guy. I, I just am. That's who I am. So as I get older and as I stop caring as much, it's just going to happen. I know it. And Haley's going to be like, oh, come on, babe. Like, what are you doing? Why do you have to be so mean to the kids? They don't they don't mean any wrong. And I'll be like, those fucking kids. Now I got to go f- fucking, you know, trim my edges because they fucking, you know. Ah, bah humbug. I'll be honest. Like, as someone heading into their 40s, uh, nearly there, that's the one thing I've... I, I'm always, like, very unhappy with myself if i feel like the older i have got i have got like grumpier and less patient and i fucking hate that about myself i remember 20 year old Vinny was just like yeah fucking whatever dude <laughs> go with the uh, but ba- basically uh patience out the fucking wazoo and i just don't have it anymore and it it's definitely something i'm deeply disappointed in myself i wouldn't say on a regular basis but I definitely check myself about it, but I'll I'll do something or I just don't give the kids sometimes the patience I think they deserve. And I'm like, you old <laughs> fucking shitty freak. You know where I notice it is like when I'm having a bad day, it really comes out when I'm driving. Like it really comes out when I'm just like, you fucking twat. Stay in your fucking lane, you son of a bitch, you piece of shit driver. You know, you're just like, you just like go off on this guy for like barely cutting you off. I'm like, okay. You know, that's my, my patience is uh, boiling here. So, uh, all right. It's about that time. Are you ready? All it right. is. I'm, I'm always ready. I know ready. you are. I know you are. It's time for How Much with your host, Vinny. It's me. All right. I've got one. I was kind of like going over them a little bit while we were getting deep about the existence of soulmates and threesomes <laughs> with soulmates. Uh, and um, 
Uh, here's one. This one's this one's going to cut deep because it kind of digs into things that we were talking about. How much to leave your family and home for a month and not talk to anyone? Oh man, you uh, where would you Dude, go? That's a rough one, and I, doesn't matter. I really well, I, I guess it doesn't matter. I don't know. I didn't really think about that, but uh, I thought this kind of one cuts deep because a I've I've left my wife and kids only for pretty much like seven or eight days. It uh, sucks, and just faced it does. It's it's it's. It's like one of those things any normal healthy person will say, you know, even like, you know, it, it it does make the heart grow fonder as much as it's cheesy and old school. Like when you're away from someone that you give a shit with or that you're with a lot, uh, as much as you think a break, you know, not like a, a significant, like a separation, but just a little break, you know, she goes away for a week. You get to hang out with the boys, have some bevy with the boys. Uh, you think, oh, it's going to be good. And then you're just like, oh. I yeah. really miss that yeah. person. That's when you know you love the shit out of someone. Uh, I've been away from my wife and kids and my wife before. And, you know, you miss them a yeah, lot. Yeah, sucks. You know, there's the, the first night you're like, oh, this is fucking great. Uh, you know, I get to just, watch whatever the fuck I want. I get to throw on fucking yeah. Big Mouth on Netflix and just get real kinky with middle schoolers. Um Okay, I don't get kinky. Sorry. Let's let's just let's just yeah. Let's let's, let's just be clear that I do not in any sh- sh- way, shape, or form take any pleasure from the show Big Mouth. I think it's a fucking hilarious show, and anybody who says it's like too kinky for middle schoolers is just like you know wants to be outraged at something. Um, but I remember the first few years of high school are pretty kinky. No, it's it's true, and and I think have you seen the sh- have you watched the show Big Mouth much? No, I guess every so many people are like you got to watch it, you got to watch it. It's your sense no, of dude, humor it's so far up it. your alley. I think I think Jen would enjoy it too. It it's got to go on your list of like when when the kids go to bed, we're gonna watch this together. Vinny, it's so far up your alley. You're gonna become a <laughs> cock pleaser on the uh, third Friday of every yeah. April. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. You've just been knighted cock pleaser of April 3rd yeah. Friday. It's so far up your alley like a big cock. Um so uh but any anyhow, I, I, I hear what you're saying. Haley was just gone for like three, four days and like by the second night I was just like, you know what? I I, I need you back. I need to be the little spoon. Please come hold me. <laughs> I don't like sleeping by myself. And honest, honest to God, like that's like, that's, you know, that's what happens. Um, so it, it is tough. That being said, I think I would do that for God without talking to them. That's really tough. Yeah. So it looks serious, right? Like you don't talk to someone for that period of time. You know, you don't really, I, it, well, here it says, yeah. How much to leave your family and home for a month and not talk to them? It doesn't say that you can't set it up. So I guess that you can, Right, I guess you, you can, can stop say, going um, to fucking you Fiji. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's funny because I just recently started watching Survivor uh, again. Have you seen the show Survivor? Oh, dude, I'm a sucker for some Survivor. I haven't watched it in years. So if you have, I have. If you have Hulu, I've... they have like 30 seasons on Hulu. God, I don't want to catch up on 30. No, you don't seasons. have to. But but I I got back into it because Netflix has two seasons on there. Um, and so I was just like, oh, you know what? Like, I want to fucking put Survivor on. Let's, like, I don't know. I'm feeling weird. Let's do it. Um, and I just got, like, got back into it and it's, it's, you know, it's, it's a fun show. And I always think like, hey, could I go out there and fucking do that? Um, you know, and if the price is a million dollars, maybe I don't think I would, I don't think I could win. Um, but you know. I, it does put it in perspective like okay could you be away from your family for 39 days not really talk to anybody um and that would be that would be really hard you know you always see that that episode where they you know the final five or six people get to have their loved ones come to the whatever fucking island they're on and you know they they, they break down because they have you know they just haven't seen them so i think it would be really hard um <clears throat> i think 
it would have to okay so it would have to be more than what i make obviously what i make in a month um i agree I th- this is a bigger amount of money for me than yeah i've ever said on this podcast before really this is gonna be like a like a four like a yeah i i love my wife and kids i don't you know i i like you i mean i think there's like a period of maybe like 48 hours where you're like, oh, this is, you know, kind of cool to have some time to myself. And then you're just like, ah, 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 right. ah, ah. Uh, you know. Yeah, I think, okay, so I think I'm thinking I would do it for about $15,000. Okay. I I didn't, I don't know that I had a ballpark in my mind, but you set a standard there. So I'm saying, I'm, that seems, I would say 15 to 20. Yeah. Don't have a set price. Well, and I think it's harder. I think it's harder when you have kids too, like, because cause you would be you would be leaving your wife, you'd be leaving Jen, basically to ca- take care of three kids for a month without having any anything from from your boy Vinny. So I think that that is harder. That's definitely a part of the consideration. You know, me having just me and Haley. You know, it, it that that would be a little bit easier uh, to leave for for a month and and be kind of wiped off the face of the earth um so i i i get i get you going a little higher on that for sure yeah i mean i've been away from all the fright days and it was uh it's weird like you if you have a day that's not great you think that you have them as your your lean back support where you come home and you can always rely on my wife Jen or the kids to like you know lighten your mood you know my daughter is always like very sweet and funny um and to not have that on a consistent basis it'd be hard it'd be rough but I I I do firmly believe in that like spending time apart does make feelings grow stronger like you realize how much someone means to you and how much uh how important that relationship is in your life and everything you do yeah for sure yeah, the first the first time Haley took off for like a uh, two weeks or something, that was like you said. You kind of you kind of do your thing for the first night or two. You're like, oh yeah, fucking freedom, you know? I can I can fucking play video games all night or whatever. And then after that, you're like, oh man, I really I really just want to be with this person, um, you know? And maybe that's your soulmate. Maybe it's not. Depends on what you believe in. You know what I remember once when I first we first took. It's not Jen's first trip to Australia, but it was Jen's first trip to Australia with Kitty. They stayed there a little bit longer than me because I had to come back to work. And the first night I got back, I got a burrito. I got like one of my favorite like uh, tortilla chips and salsa from the supermarket. And I just got like some overpriced beers. And just like went to town. And I remember sitting. Oh, yeah, I was so fucking full. And I remember like watching whatever the fuck I wanted. Uh, Probably a fucking like weird horror movie or something. And, uh, I remember like at the end of it, I was just full and I was like, I, I, I just miss them. Yeah. It hasn't even been, you know, like 24 hours. And I'm like, Oh, my two babies. <laughs> I miss them. I miss my babies. Yeah. I, I definitely get, I get that like even now cause Haley works nights. So I don't sleep with her three nights a week. Um, and even, even those nights are kind of tough. You know, and I see her the next morning. It's not a big deal, but you know, you just get used to it. And I swear to God, when I when I'm sleeping by myself, I have to wear like a straight out like straight up hoodie and like long long pants. When she's in the bed with me, I'm in like basketball shorts, and I don't I don't sleep with the shirt on. Like I'm just it's like two opposites. I'm fucking freezing when I'm by myself. But when she's in there, she's my fucking heater. And she cuddles me all night long, and I'm not afraid to admit that. I am 100% the little spoon, and I love it. What can I say? Hey, that's fucking adorable, okay? It is. Thank you. This was a this was a, a, a nice sentimental podcast, um, which, you know, sometimes you don't get uh, from this pod. You know, you get a lot of cock-pleasing jokes and things of that nature. But, you know, every <laughs> once in a while, we like to throw in some, um, you know, listen... The two wonderful women in our lives, honestly, you know, without the support, without the camaraderie, without the relationship, who would we be? Some two schleps. I would still be douchebag Drew, 
backwards hat, smoking cigarettes every night. You know, I'd have to take a break from the podcast. Like, oh, you know, got a cigarette break. You know, probably have lung cancer by 32. Um, you know, and you might still be in Australia. Uh, and we may have never met. So, um, it's true. No, listen, this, this podcast, I think, is, is, is dedicated to our, our two soulmates that we don't believe in. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, man. Love you. Love you, Haley. I'm sure I'm, Vinny feels the same about Jen. I do. I also love you, too, Jen. Kitty, Wolf, Gunna. Love you guys. Oh, dad, Dad, Vinny taking us home. All right. That was How Much with your host, Vinny. Me. Well, I feel like we just really hit on everything. We hit some comedy. We hit some touchy-feely things. We had a tough discussion sure. about soulmates. And we also discovered how much money it would take for both of us to leave everything we have here behind for a month. Um, and it was an exorbitant amount of money. So I feel good about that. Just going to come back and shower my family in gifts. <laughs> gifts and say, hey, look the other way when I do my cock pleasing. Um, all right. So you can find our podcast literally anywhere. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, YouTube. Uh, just type without definite aim really anywhere. Um, and make sure you subscribe, rate, and review where possible. That, that would mean a lot to us. Um, be sure to check out check out our stuff at uh, on our Instagram page at without definite aim podcast. Um, Vinny puts together some real cute slash funny previews. We have lo- lovely episode artwork from Jen. Um, so there's a lot to see on our on our uh, Instagram page as well. So uh, give us a follow there. That'd be great. Thank you. Yes. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Week in and week out. We will see you next week um, for our Christmas episode. Ho, ho, ho. We're going to bring Santa Claus on, um, which I might see him. I might see him tonight during my cock pleasing. He shows up every once in a while. Um, and I'll tell you, a lot a lot bigger of a cock than you, th- than you might think from Santa. Got a weird kink in it like a candy cane. Not strange. No, it's not weird at all. It just, you know, it takes a little maneuvering and you'll get used to it. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We will see you next week. Peace. Bye.